beautiful people and welcome to the Childhood Rising podcast. This space and this business have been intentionally designed to bring together an empowered collective of parents, educators, carers, and other folk who are all journeying alongside children. Through this podcast and our support services, we aim to raise the well-being of the whole child, as well as the adults who walk alongside them. We talk about trauma-informed caregiving, play, and the importance of attachment, while also not being afraid to cover the difficult but deeply reflective conversational topics too. If you too believe in the inherent wholeness, competence, and contribution children have to offer this world, then you're in the right place. Hello and welcome back. Last week's podcast episode prompted so many rich conversations. I heard from lots of you, lots of parents about play with your children and I spoke to so many parents about if they play with their kids, how they play with their kids and of course some of the challenges that they all face when playing with their children too. So I really just want to thank everyone who felt safe enough to share their experiences with me. I really enjoyed having that conversation with so many of you and today I'm sort of continuing a similar line of conversation on the podcast today perhaps shifting away from if we should be playing with our kids and more onto how we play with our kids so there are a few studies and journal articles that cite the benefits of parent-child play And of course, this is something that Aletha Salter speaks about in her Aware Parenting books, specifically attachment play also. However, I wanted to briefly speak about one journal journal article that I have recently read in particular that might be of interest to some of you listening today. So some of the reason why I want to share the findings in this particular article is because When I did a poll on my Instagram account after the podcast episode last week, I asked if lots of parents, uh, asked if parents, sorry, um, think they should become involved in their child's play or not. And there was this huge majority of people who said they were really unsure about this and really unsure about whether, where they stand on that topic. Should they get involved with their child's play? Should play be children's work and we leave them to it and we don't get involved in their play and we connect with them in different ways. So I sort of want to speak to the study to, I don't know, if you're one of those people who feel unsure, maybe maybe hearing about the study might help you sort of position uh, where you stand on this idea. So this article that I read was a systemic review that explored um, all of the current data and research around parent and child play interactions and the associations that has with the emergence of any internalizing and externalizing behaviors. So essentially they looked at the nature of how parents and children play together and drew correlations from that to how um, children may have been reported as having high um, externalizing behaviors such as aggression or impulsivity, as well as how those play interactions were correlated with children who have internalizing behavior concerns such as being withdrawn or anxious so for context they were exploring play in the early years in particular so it was you know play between a parent and a child where the child was age four and under and the children included in the review were 
children who are all neurotypical and that there was no diagnosis and the play that they looked at between the parent and the child wasn't occurring within the context of any sort of therapeutic approach like play therapy so no it wasn't any sort of therapeutic play it was just general observations of play between a parent and their child so the kids who had high reports or there was more concerns of externalizing externalizing behaviors generally had play interactions with their parents where the parents would try to exert more control in that play. So when there was harsh control or um, lots of negative affect from the parent, the intensity of those externalized behaviors um, increased. So whereas the children who experienced play with their parents where their play was characterized by the parents being quite sensitive to their child's needs and conveying warmth, those children were correlated with having more pro-social behaviors and less aggression. So to summarize this review, they said positive parenting variables such as warmth, responsiveness, and sensitivity were associated with fewer behavioral problems, whereas negative parenting variables such as harsh control or negative affect correlated with more behavioral problems. Now, I am going to leave the details for the systemic review in the, in the show notes of this podcast episode so that if you are interested in reading the full um, article or just reading more about it in general, then you can, you can find that and you can do that. But what I take from this article is a few things. The first is that play is a powerful space for us to nurture not only the relationship we have with our child and the attachment that we have with our child, but also a place to nurture the foundations for their social and emotional well-being too. The second thing I take from this article is that it is less important how often we play with our child and perhaps less important what it is that we're playing with them. And it is more important to focus on how we are playing with them. Are we able to play with our child in a way that really puts them in the driver's seat where they are able to be autonomous and choosing what it is that they play, how the play looks, you know, what, what sort of journey that play takes as we're engaging in it with them. And we're kind of like, they're the directors and we are like the characters in this story, right? Are we, are we giving them that role when we're playing with them? Are we being really accepting to the play and the themes in their play and the the messages and stories in their play that they might be showing us? Are we accepting of the emotions that might be coming up in play? And I know anger and aggression in our child's play can be particularly confronting. You know, how are we meeting that when our child shows us aggressive themes in their play? Are we trying to then jump into controlling and redirecting their play in some way? Or are we accepting those feelings and trying to hold space for them in some way. Reading the study, uh, this review really gives me big feelings of gratitude and hopefulness too, because um, yeah, just hopefulness and sharing approaches such as attachment play, because the framework and support that attachment play can offer parents in learning how to show up for play with their children in a way that conveys warmth and acceptance and empowers a child as autonomous in their play, which are all the very same characteristics the study was talking about as being associated for pro-social behaviors, among other things, is, is a part of this attachment play approach. So it is really just affirming for me in not only the play that I'm trying to 
cultivate in the relationship with my own children, but the play that I'm really trying to encourage and empower parents and professionals to engage in with children everywhere as well. Another point that really excited me about um, all of these benefits and about this, this review was that all of these benefits were seen outside of the context of any specific therapy. For lots of reasons, different therapies such as play therapy just aren't accessible for many children and families, whether that's because of funding and financial restrictions, you know, maybe there's just not the service provisions in your local area, or if there is, there's often lengthy wait lists. You know, there's lots of different reasons why accessing services such as play therapy, among other things, can be really, really difficult. But play at home is something we all have access to and no one can take that from us. That absolutely isn't to say that it isn't always easy either because it is difficult at times to to show up and play with our kids. But there is something deeply empowering about coming back to this like simplicity of trusting play to support our children so deeply over the course of their entire, entire childhood to have this really solid foundation for their social and emotional well-being that will carry them across a lifetime, right? Something I really encourage you to take away from this podcast and maybe put into practice with your your own children is just to bring some awareness around how play feels when you are engaging in play with your child and be becoming aware of what you're doing when you're playing with your child. So, you know, do you catch yourself feeling the need to direct the play in any way? Do you catch yourself feeling the need to teach your child something, whether that's, you know, teaching them how to put the puzzle in the right spot or it's teaching them, um, you know, in that moment you're thinking, you know, this is an opportunity to teach them empathy or a pro-social behavior in some way. Do we jump into that? Just become aware of what it is that you are doing in play with your child Are you offering acceptance to all of the feelings that are coming up in the play? It can be really helpful to just like sort of allocate this play session, say 10 minutes with your child where you invite them to play and, um, you know, you're doing whatever it is that they've chosen to do. And you just bring some awareness to what's happening and how you're feeling during that play and then maybe journal it down afterwards what's coming up. that can be the groundwork for a really powerful space to just reflect on how play feels for us and maybe what it's bringing up for us, whether that's from our own childhood or, um, you know, these shoulds that we seem to seem to have in our mind sometimes that we don't really know where they came from. Um, but yeah, I just really encourage you to take some time for some personal reflection on play with your kids this week. And of course, my DMs and emails are always open and I would really love to hear your reflections if you feel willing to share them with me. If you're listening and you feel like you don't know how to show up and play with your child in a way that really conveys that warmth, empathy and acceptance that we're talking about, then you just the first thing is to know that you're not alone. And I also have the first ever round of my attachment play group program starting at the end of this month. Um, where I will be teaching and supporting you to embody all of these play skills. The enrollments for that are closing on the 30th of May, and you can find out more information on this group program at childhoodrising.com.au forward slash play program. And I will link that uh, in the show notes of this podcast episode as well. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to support you in the upcoming group program. And if not, and you've really been enjoying these podcast episodes, I am so grateful for you leaving a review on whatever podcast uh, platform you are listening in on from today. Talk to you soon.